Welcome to the Management Minute with Dr. Donita Brown, where we sit down with business leaders to gain valuable insights and advice on how to navigate the world of management. Whether you're a seasoned manager or just starting out, this podcast is for you. I'm Donita Brown, a professor in the College of Business at Lipscomb University. I'm also an author, speaker, and habit coach. For almost 20 years, I worked in corporate America. I managed teams of two to 102. Welcome to this week's episode. Today's guest is Penny Grogan. Penny, welcome. So glad you're here today. Thank you, Danita. I'm happy to be here. All right. We're going to start with a one-sentence bio. And let me tell you one thing about the one-sentence bio. It's always fun. Some people have come up with these amazingly long compound sentences so they can fit everything into one sentence. So don't feel like you're limited to just one sentence. Great. Thanks. My name is Penny Grogan. I am vice president of client engagement for a company called Trinisys here in Nashville, Tennessee. But I'm also a wife, a mother, a sister, a friend, a daughter. And I just try to really embrace all that life brings my way. Okay, good. I love the fact that you called it all the other roles, because I think sometimes we try to compartmentalize the fact that we're this person at work and this person at home. But really, I mean, we are who we are, the total person. Exactly. All right. Question number one. You ready? Yes. All right. How do your values impact your management philosophy? Well, I think our values, of course, are the core of who we are. So they're going to play a big impact on our management philosophies. The one that I value the most, I think we'll, I'll share with a lot of other people, which is just the golden rule, which is treat others as you wish to be treated with respect and honesty integrity, compassion, empathy, and understanding. I don't know if they're necessarily values, but I think positiveness and open-mindedness for me are important in my management philosophy. And I also bring my own personal mission statement into my management philosophy. I've had this personal mission statement for many, many years, which is to um, help those around me reach their goals and objectives. And in so doing, I'll reach my goals and objectives. I truly believe that I'm here to be a helper for those around me. So it's important for me to encourage the people around me, help them see things from a different viewpoint and get them to speak out and use their voice. It's amazing. You know, I love the fact that you have a personal mission statement and you've had that for a long time. That's actually an exercise that I use in both my undergrad principles of management class and my grad leading an organizational behavior class. I have them write a mission statement. So that's affirming to me as a college professor that you actually have a have a mission statement. I think that is amazing. That is so, so great. How did you come up with your mission statement? Well, it was actually through, I think, one of my Bible studies years ago. I'm it, And it may be, it may have been part of the no, it was part of the purpose-driven life. Okay, Rick Warren material. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's great. Now, do you have a practice with your personal mission statement? Do you read it in the mornings? Is there anything you do with it or just do you no, know No, I think because I've had it for so long and it's so much who I believe I am for those around me being that helper, it's just part of me now. Mm. So I don't really mm. have a focus that I have to repeat it to myself yeah. or yeah. or recanted or anything like that. It's just so much part of who I am now. That's amazing. That's so great. I'm so glad you shared that too. That's that's amazing. All right. Question number two. Who or what has had the most impact on your management style? 
Well, I've been really fortunate to have a lot of mentors and coaches throughout my life. They have either played a part or are playing a part in not only in my management style, but the person that I continue to evolve into. They all encourage me to expand and grow. So I think what they were trying to tell me is be willing to change Mm. and to accept change, accept the change around you and be willing to change yourself. So I think it's probably a what, and Mm. it would be change. (laughs) So talk a little bit more about the change, because you shared with me before the podcast started, there's been a lot of change in your life this year. Well, it's the constant in our life, change, change, and more change. And so this was kind of part of when we go and talk about the books that made an influence in my life, which is one of them, because I have two, was everybody will know it. Who moved my cheese? Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, everything is changing all around us. And being one of five children, I learned early in my childhood the power of adaptability Hmm. and adapting to your circumstances and the people around you. So Hmm. I think if you become complacent and aren't willing to embrace change, then you could be left behind. So when big change happens for you, what do you do? That's a great question. I usually just kind of roll with it. I mean, I think that, again, is part of my adaptability Mm. being one of five children, and I've had to practice that adaptability in so many uh, circumstances in my life, especially in my career, working with our you know, customer engagement, client engagement is working with our customers. So I have to be that uh, mediator. And I know you know a lot about mediation. So I have to be that mediator between what's best for the customer Mm -hmm. and what's best for my company and try to marry the two together. Yeah, You have to have a lot of, you have to be willing to change and adapt and see things from a lot of different perspectives, which is what my life is, the experiences in my life have just reinforced that for me. So you mentioned you've had a lot of mentors and coaches. Do you see those as two separate roles in your life? Like if you had some people that have been mentors and some people have been coaches, or do you kind of use that synonymously? They are synonymously, but I think a coach, I, for me, a mentor becomes more of a friend, hmm. uh, more of a confidant mm-hmm. maybe than a coach. Okay. In my mind, I would take direction Not that I don't take direction from a mentor, but I think the way that the message is delivered is more of the back and forth Mm -hmm. than a coach. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about a football coach or a baseball coach, it's more of a, this is the way you do things. Right. More directive. Right. So for coaching for you is somebody that tells you, have you thought about doing this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And go down the track. Or mentors more back and forth. You can maybe share more of your personal. Yes. And I've been in both positions. So I've been a mentor and mm-hmm. I am a mentee. And mm-hmm. I even, I've learned so much, even here at uh, Lipscomb University with women in technology, we had a mentor program. Oh. So some of the young women here at Lipscomb, I've been able to encourage, but they are so amazing. I've oh. learned so much from them that it's, it's, it's a two-way street from a mentor. Yeah. Our students here are just the best. I have to plug them every chance I get. They're just really, really great students, diligent people really want to do well. So if you're a mentor to somebody, what's the first thing you say to them? Gosh, um, hello. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, I just started one uh, with a young lady out at MTSU and uh, we had a little bit of a challenge just getting together, holidays, Mm -hmm. schedules, Mm -hmm. 
she was finishing semesters, you know. So we just actually met last week, and it's really, I try to get to know the person first. Mm. And then, you know, what their expectations are from me, for them, for me as a mentor. What are they looking for in the relationship? And then Mm. I try to take it from there. It's so interesting. All your answers really do seem to go back to your personal mission statement. I mean, it's just, it's it's fascinating just how you try to help others. I mean, it's really, it's really great. Before we get to the next question, let's pause for a quick message about Lipscomb University's College of Business. Are you looking to sharpen your management skills and take your career to the next level? If so, look no further than the MBA program at Lipscomb University. Our part-time program is designed to provide you with the knowledge and the tools you need to excel in today's fast-paced business environment. Lipscomb offers both in-person and online formats that make it a perfect fit for full-time working professionals. Apply now and elevate your management skills. Learn more and apply at lipscomb.edu forward slash business. Okay, last question before the 60 seconds of rapid okay. fire questions. This is the book question. So yep. what book has made the biggest impact on you? And you said, who moved my cheese? But you also mentioned that you had another one. Yes. And the second one, unfortunately, I cannot remember the name and I Googled it and I tried to find it. I tried to find the book. I don't even have the book anymore, but I read it many, many years ago. And it was introduced to me through one of my women's Bible study groups. And one of the chapters was focused on how we view a balanced life. Oh. And if you think about everything that's important in your life, like your family, your career, education, volunteering, your friends, whatever is important in your life, and you Picture them as buckets, and you put a label on each bucket of those things that is important to you, and then you visualize how full is that bucket, Mm. so how much water is in Mm -hmm. the bucket. And we tend to, as people, think that all of those buckets have to be equal and full at the same time all the time, and we think that that is a balanced life. Mm. What the chapter taught me is that's actually an imbalanced life Hmm. because we can't be all things to all people at all times and give and give and give and give all the time. So it's okay to take one of your buckets and put it on the shelf for a period of time. And it can be a day, a week, a month, a year, or maybe you eventually find out that that bucket wasn't important anymore. Mm. And that is when you get your balanced life Mm. and a more healthy life. That is such a great analogy. I have, because I worked in IT before coming to to Lipscomb, I I had a lot of women that would seek me out and want to mentor with me. And I had a lot of great mentors. And that was always a question that came up. Like, how, how do you find balance in your life? And I would often say, you don't have balance. Like there are some times that you have got to be all in for work and there are some times that you have to be all in for your family and it's knowing when to balance all those. I love that bucket analogy. Well, and it's harder to do. Oh, well, saying no for some <laughs> of us is yes. really hard. Well, I've gotten better at it, but it's, it is harder to do. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is great. Thank you so much for You're sharing. Welcome. All right. You ready for the 60 seconds of rapid fire questions? Sure. Okay. What motivates you to get out of bed? Gosh, it's a new day. Okay. Coffee, black 
Or do you... Uh, a little bit of cream. A little bit of cream. Flavored cream. Hazelnut coffee, hazelnut creamer. Okay. What's your favorite Marvel character? Gosh. Spider-Man? I don't know. Okay. All right. Hot dog or hamburger? Oh, hot dogs. What do you buy at the movies? Popcorn. Okay. Butter or no butter? Butter. Worst book you've ever read? Hmm. Who moved my cheese? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I have an answer for the worst book I've ever read. Okay. Okay. Um, Best class that you've ever taken? That's a good one, too. I started my, I started a master's. I ended up having to table. I had to put that bucket on the shelf. Yeah. But it was in cybersecurity for policy, and I loved mm. the classes that I took there. I learned a lot. I wish I could remember the name of the class, but it helped me view things a lot differently, the four classes that I took yeah. for that cl- for that program. Okay. okay, good, good. All right, parting advice for managers. Yeah, I think it's be kind to yourself. Mm. I think that's obviously easier said than done. But we all have our own self-doubts, and we usually are really hard on ourselves. So I would just ask that the next time you are criticizing yourself, that you be kind to that person. That's great. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you so much for being on this is the fun. podcast. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Management Minute. We hope you enjoyed this week's interview. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend or colleague. If you have suggestions for future guests, please send me their contact information to donita.brown at lipscomb.edu. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you. This podcast is powered by the College of Business Content Creation Studio at Lipscomb University.